This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 185 is going to be from Hebrews chapter 5, verses 5 through 11. Suffering should bring about learning. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 5 through 11 read, So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As he also says in other, another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications, with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have, have much to say and hard to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. Suffering should bring about learning. Jesus suffered in order to learn obedience. In Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8, it says, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. If Jesus himself had to suffer in order to learn obedience, then we today are also going to have to suffer in order to learn obedience. In verse 9, it says, having been perfected he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. His suffering to learn obedience perfected him. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. The man of God is thoroughly equipped for every good work through the scriptures. Through the scriptures, he finds everything that he needs for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete. And so Jesus learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, going through the word of God and using it for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, he became perfected to be the author of eternal salvation to all who believe or to all who obey him. And part of belief is obey obedience. And so Jesus learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Today we want to run away from suffering because we don't think that it has anything good to teach us. But suffering teaches obedience. It teaches us how to go to the word of God for everything that we need in our lives. So, suffering should bring about learning. Jesus understood this, and he allowed suffering to bring about learning in his life. In John chapter 1 and verse 11, it says, He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. And so, even though he was God, even though he loved us so much that he came here to live, to suffer, to bleed, and to die for us, he came to his own, and his own received him not. 
he learned how to be obedient to the Father because his own would not receive him. He learned that serving God was more important than pleasing men. Going to heaven and being right with your Father should always be a more important aspect of our life than pleasing men. And so teaching the truth has to come first in our lives. Jesus understood this. He learned obedience by the things in which he suffered. Suffering should always bring about learning. And Jesus, he came to his own, the people that should have received him, the people that should have known who he was because of the prophecies in the Old Testament. But yet they rejected him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. In Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, the Bible says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace, in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Suffering should bring about learning. And so seeing that and reading Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, we understand that suffering brings about perseverance. Perseverance brings about character, and character brings about hope. And so when we go through tribulations, when we go through trials and persecutions in our lives, it teaches us how to persevere, how to continue going forward. And so when Christ came to his own, and his own received him not, and he went through that trial and came out on the other side stronger because of it, perseverance was built in his life. And that perseverance brought about having the right character. And having the right character brought about staying faithful to God. In John chapter 8 and verse 29, The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that are pleasing in his sight. You see, that's character. Even in the face of trouble, I'm going to do what's right. And so coming to his own, and his own not receiving him, but persecuting him, taught him how to persevere. And then learning how to persevere and handle tribulations and persecutions properly brought about character in his life. And that character in always pleasing, being pleasing to God brought about hope. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we study to show ourselves approved, we build faith in our lives, which, by the way, without faith, we cannot be pleasing to God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And so building faith in our lives and learning about God, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more faith we build in our lives, the more hope we have because we understand who God is, what he's done for us, how much he loves us, and that he's going to keep his promises to us. And so going through tribulations, going through persecutions, brings about perseverance, teaches us how to go through them properly. Perseverance brings about character, being right with God. 
in being right with God, having the proper character in our life, brings about hope because we've built faith in our lives. We know who God is, that God loves us, and that he's always going to be faithful to us. And so we have hope in our lives. Now, Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And so that hope is not going to disappoint us because of who God is. God always keeps his promises, and he loves us, and he's poured out that love to us. He's made it known to us by the word of God, in which was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Suffering should bring about learning. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things in which he suffered. He learned how to be obedient to God, and being obedient to God brought about perseverance, character, and hope. And hope will never, ever disappoint us. If we place our hope in God, it will always come through for us. If we keep our part, if we do his will, John chapter 14 and verse 15, if we do his will and we love him by keeping his commandments, if you love me, keep my commandments, our hope will always come through. In James chapter 1, verses 3 through 21 the bible says james chapter 1 verses 3 through 21 knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him but let him ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the lord he is a double-minded man unstable in all his ways let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation but the rich in his humiliation because as a flower of the field he will pass away for no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass its flower falls, and its beauty appear, appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will he bring of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of his creation. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Suffering should bring about learning. And James teaches us how this process takes place. In James chapter 1, in verse 3, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. It's the same thing as we found in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, that 
tribulation or persecution brings about perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And so he starts here with patience. The testing of your faith produces patience. And then he goes on to explain how it produces character and hope in our lives as well. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Well, how are we going to be perfect and complete, lacking nothing? We go to God for wisdom, verse 5. And he gives to all men liberally and without reproach. And so patience or perseverance builds character by going to God to understand how we are to live this life. But then in verse 6, it also shows how it builds hope in our lives. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. And so it builds hope in our life because we can have confidence that God is going to give us the wisdom that we asked for. And so it builds perseverance, builds character, and it builds hope through understanding God is faithful to us. And that he will never, ever leave us or depart from us. We have to leave him. But if we don't trust him to keep his word, then we're not going to have any of these things in our lives. And so suffering should bring about learning. Jesus learned obedience by the things in which he suffered. We learn how to have perseverance, character, and hope in our lives as we go through persecutions, as we are tempted. Notice in verse 12 of James chapter 1, it says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Those that keep his commandments, he has promised a crown of life. But first, there's trials and temptations that we have to go through along the way that will perfect us, that will bring us to being the type of person that God wants us to be. And then in verse 13, he says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. And so God's not going to tempt us. God understands that We grow by going through temptations and persecutions, but God's not going to tempt us. We are only tempted by our own desires, verse 14. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desire and enticed. We go through trials. God puts us through trials in our lives for our own good. Satan tempts us to pull us away from God. But we are only tempted when we are by our own desires, when we are enticed by them. Verse 15, then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. And so we are tempted when we allow our own desires to entice us and to pull us away from God. But God intends on there to be learning through the trials that he's putting through us through through the temptations that are going on in our lives. He uses what Satan means for our ruin for our good. Then verse 17, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. And so God takes what Satan means to be our ruin, what Satan means to pull us down and ensnare us with so that we sin and fall away from God. And God says, you don't have to use that for that. You can use those temptations as trials to grow from and learn from. 
They can build perseverance in your life, character, and hope. And you can take what Satan means for your ruin and turn it into a wonderful and great thing. Suffering should bring about learning in our lives, learning how to be obedient to God. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.